Welcome to Inside the Tunnel, brought to you by BT Scoop 24-7 Sports. My name is Andrew Alex, joined today by the young gun, Colby Crawford. Colby, how you doing, kid? Doing well, doing well. Looking forward to this interview today. Me too, me too. Hey, you know, basketball season has come to an end, but as we see, uh, you know, in the modern era of college athletics, the day the season's over, you get some pretty good news about who you're going to see on that on that roster next time around and i think no news was bigger in virginia tech's offseason than the addition of tyler nickel one of the statistically most accomplished players in the history of high school basketball in the state of virginia carolina tar heel for a number of years now he will be joining my squad with the virginia tech Hokies. tyler how you doing man i'm doing well man how you doing we're doing well we're doing really well Pleasure to have you on. Pleasure to have you on. So, I mean, to get things started here, right? And, and without providing too much of the backstory, and we know you're a Virginia kid. and You know, you, you went down there to play for the Heels. You enter the portal. You know, when you first make that decision to jump in there, did you have destinations in mind? Or were you kind of just waiting for people, coaches, programs, to come to you and then if that's the case you know talk a little bit about what that was like yeah so when i went into the portal first um obviously i had the programs that i talked to before i committed first time like in the forefront of my mind thinking that well i've already been contacted them before and all this so i i would assume that i probably talked to similar coaches but when you hit the portal it's like um it's really like getting recruited at a high school again. Like everybody's trying to hit your phone and and give their pitch and all this and that. So um, I would say, yeah, I did have certain schools in mind when I went to the portal. Of obviously Virginia Tech being one of them. But um, it when when I went into the portal, it was definitely a lot more like intense than I expected. Yeah, absolutely. And to your point, right, like you're getting that new almost high school level attention. But with the portal, it's it's unlike high school insofar as I'm sure for you, you know, the the schools that, you know, obviously Carolina and then some of those other finalists for you, you probably had a relationship with those coaches and, and other coaches within those programs for a couple of years. I mean, like it was no secret that you were a talented basketball player and i'm sure that you know you had been getting contacted for quite some time now quick pitch because ultimately you're going to have to make a decision you know within at most a matter of weeks so in terms of you know the differences there and how everything was expedited from a decision making standpoint in your mind you know what were you looking for what were you really considering and what was being brought to the table in that regard? So for me, um, it was really just, it, regardless of how fast it had to be, uh, trying to you know build a relationship with the coaches where that was a whole lot easier with, with uh, Tech because I'd already built a really good relationship and no one had been more invested in me even throughout high school than Virginia Tech was. So, like, as far as, like, especially Coach Webster. Coach Webster had been talking to me since I was a freshman. 
like all the way up. Like they they were my first ACC offer. They were my first Power Five offer. So like they've been there from the jump. So having known them and talked to them a lot, um, that made the decision a little easier. But um, when you go in, like for me, what I'm looking for is just the the platform and the opportunity to do what I do at a high level. And I don't think I could have even like pictured a better spot than Virginia Tech for that. So what did Coach Webster and Coach Young kind of like pitch you on and like sell you the spot? I know they stayed with you and I'm sure they were supportive of you going to UNC as well, but how did they really sell you to come back here? And what, what really led you here and enthused you about coming to this program? So I would say, well, especially for the, for the roster now is like them telling me like they have a need at the three, they have a need for, for what I do at the, at the small forward position. So um, just knowing that, like that being my natural position, me looking for an opportunity to do what I do at that position, as well as also just the style of play. Like the floor is so open. We got shooters all over the place. Um, you know, just being able to make plays and knowing that if anybody like it's easy to read defenses when you got threats everywhere around you. But yeah, just me being a like an aggressive offensive player, like knowing all of those pieces around me and knowing the guys that they bring in back and everything, like it just all made sense. Yeah, 100%. You said there, I mean, I know last year under Coach Hubert Davis, you were playing a lot of the four, but that was really more just spot minutes kind of. If you watch your film all throughout high school and college, you're really that two, three guy who can space the floor, knock down shots at all three levels, and that's where you think you'll best fit in with this team? Yeah, definitely. And and like you said, for me, um, at North Carolina, it was um, – a lot of it was unnatural. A lot of it um just just was what it was we had a really old team we had um everything just didn't end up meshing the way that people assumed it would or thought it would so at the end of the day i i had to play some four minutes but i think that was more just you know had to do what i had to do at the time whereas i feel like in this situation it's much more natural much more organic as far as like the way they play and the way that I would fit, um, the way that I naturally play. Absolutely, absolutely. And, you know, those conversations with Coach Young that you were having, was that something that you kind of needed solidified, that your role within his offense would be, you know, more of, of what you envision yourself as a player and what you, you know, through a moderately long career of basketball, you know, through your entire youth, <laughs> whatnot, where you saw you fit best. Was that something that had to be confirmed for you before you made the jump? Uh, oh, yeah, to an extent. Um, that was really the talk with, with any coaches that were involved with. And one thing about Coach Young is uh, he's real adamant about the fact that, like, he won't BS you. Like, what he says is what he says, and he means it. And I've never heard anything contrary to that. So, like, as far as like his um like people's opinion of him, like nothing about anything about Coach Young has ever been like he's not gonna tell you the truth, he's not gonna shoot you straight. Like that's the narrative on him and everything that he's ever told me, that's that's how it comes across. So once I once we had had those talks and he told me very like plain and direct 
what his uh, vision was. I knew that was a scouting spot. So I'm going to take a little step back. You're, you're obviously one of maybe your most illustrious uh, accomplishment up to this point or accolade is being the Virginia High School League all-time leading scorer. You know, you passed Mac McClung, but obviously you're higher than J.J. Redick, Moses Malone, Alonzo Mourning, Grant Hill, and like A.I., Allen Iverson. So, I mean, that has to feel pretty impressive. Did you look up to any of those guys growing up, or was there another athlete like Kobe or LeBron or even like a Tom Brady uh, growing up that you really looked to? Yeah, I mean, knowing those guys, I'm going to be real honest. I didn't know some of those guys were even from VA until I was in high school. <laughs> so, like, I when I got to high school and I, and I learned all this, I was like, dang, okay. So, because that's when everything, like my sights were kind of set on it. Like I realized it was it was possible. So I was like, dang, if I get this, because I had my freshman year, I had like taken the record for most points in a single season or like something like that. You did it your freshman and sophomore year, both in uh, VHSL history. Right. So like once I did that, everybody was like, oh, like you could take like the all time. So I was like, I, I never really thought about it that much. But then everybody kept on like sending me the list. I was like, dang, that would be that'd be all right. If I can do that. But yeah, so I I would say once I learned that, I definitely I always like looked up to like AI game because AI like dude, maybe the most shifty dude ever. Mm-hmm. But you know, just like appreciating their game. But as far as like who I really looked up to, like obviously I'm in LeBron's era. So like I look up to his dominance, but as far as game, I really like like Paul George, Jason, like Jalen Brown, guys like that, that um, that I just, I just like their game a lot. But as far as like looking up to, as far as like dominance, role models and stuff like that, I say LeBron probably. Gotcha. So, I, I have an interesting one for you here, Tyler. You know, uh, obviously you're an accomplished basketball player, but over the course of a college career, right? And, you know, I, I think every kid who has the opportunity at least to play Division One basketball uh, has a dream of one day playing in the NBA. Uh, it doesn't happen overnight. And the point of college is to develop your game. So what aspect of your game do you feel like can make the most immediate impact for this Virginia Tech team and on this roster and helping them towards winning games and getting that second ACC championship and beyond? And then where, as you look to yourself over the next year to what have you, playing under Coach Young and his staff, where would you like to improve your mm-hmm. game? What aspect of it where you feel like you could really take that step towards being a you know a dominant ACC-level basketball player and then ultimately you know, with, with hopes of playing at the next level? Yeah, so I would say for how I can immediately impact would be just the the threat of me scoring the ball, like, anywhere and everywhere. It's just, like, putting a lot of pressure on defense in that way and knowing how spaced out um, the offense is at Tech and how everybody can shoot the ball, That that's really, really hard to guard. We have somebody that's forcing the issue, and you got all these guys that are knockdown guys. Like that's almost impossible to guard. You just gotta hope they miss, which we're not gonna do a lot of. And um, but as far as over the years and over time, what I want to improve on, I would say really throughout my year this year um, at UNC, I've become a much improved defender as far as like learning angles and everything like that. So 
Um, I would say just taking another jump because um, I've improved that much on the defensive end, but I want to get to the point where I can, like, be an elite, elite two-way guy. Like, get get buckets on one end, and then if I got to pick up 94, I can pick up 94, and it's no issue. So that that's what I say I want to improve on. So I'm going to throw it back again a little bit. You played for Team Loaded in your AAU days, and that's such an illustrious program. Obviously, obviously with your former teammate last year, Armando Baycott coming from there, you got dudes like Mark Williams from my neck of the woods, Henry Coleman above you. And then you played with dudes like Jaden Epps and Kenyon Giles down the road at Radford who are still doing it at a high level. I mean, how was that going around with so much talent on that team? How did that help you foster going against that competition every day? Oh, yeah. Like, those guys, just playing against other guys like your same age that are striving for the same thing, that's that's always the best way to get better. So, I mean, playing with them, um, playing with guards at a high level, I still think they're underrated guards. I think KG is probably one of the most underrated guards in our class, in my opinion. But, you know, just playing with those guys, um, playing against that level comp, like, everything like that just tries to get you ready for the next level as much as you can because everybody you play at that level is gifted. And to be successful at this level, it takes way more than just being gifted. You got to like, you you got to work on your game, work on your craft and perfect it so much. Um, you just got to be in love with that process. But I think you have to be exposed to it like in high school when you're younger and stuff like that to really appreciate what you got to do. I went to high school with Jaden Epps, so it's a little small world moment there. Okay. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So, Tyler, looking back to, uh, you know, last year at Carolina, right, maybe you know, outside of becoming a better defender, right, I, I, for the first time in your, your basketball career, I assume, you know, you weren't the centerpiece of the team that you were playing for. You know, you weren't that 30 minutes, you know, a game night that's leading the team in scoring uh, the vast majority of the time. For you, what was that like kind of having to take a step back? And what do you think you learned from it that you'll take with you to Virginia Tech, you know, as you look to take on, uh, you know, what, what we would assume to be a much more involved role right away? Yeah. So um, I would say I just learned that um, – like, regardless of whatever the case is, like, you just can't stop working. Like, not, like you just have to trust your work. Like, for me, in situations like that, if I knew that I may not get as much burn in a certain game or if I had that type of feeling, I'd work out three times on game day. Like, it's like any opportunity you have to get better, whether or not you're going to be able to showcase it or not, like, you got to take that time to perfect your craft. Like you can't just get in your feelings about stuff and not improve as a player. Like regardless of what's going on, regardless of if it's in your hands or not, like what is in your hands is if you're going to get better that day. So for me, it just like opened my eyes to the fact that like you, you, you really can't be like feeling sorry for yourself at this level. Like you're either going to work or you're not. So for me, uh, that was probably the biggest takeaway I had from this year. So I have a couple the kind of UNC-related questions. One, how is Seth Trimble as a roommate? And two, are you looking forward to playing the Heels twice next year, especially with uh, 
Paycott's threat of putting you on your neck next year. <laughs> yeah. So Seth Triple, that's my dog, man. That's that's yeah, that's 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 my guy, man. Um, I love rooming with him. I love I room with him, Will Shaver and Jalen Washington. They all three of them are my guys, man. But um, no, I'm definitely excited. I, I'm gonna say, uh, it. It wasn't a coincidence knowing that Virginia Tech and them in the same conference. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm with that. Trust me, I'm with that. But um, nah, Mondo, Mondo, <laughs> Mondo's a troll, man. Don't listen to nothing he say. Mondo troll. <laughs> so uh, you know, going into next year, right? We you know we talked about the complexity of you know, Coach Young's system, really on, on on both ends of the floor. Have you taken any time to, uh, you know, start trying to uh, study it to the extent that you can, prepare yourself, maybe uh, shorten that learning curve a- as much as possible? Yeah, you know, I'm trying to. I, I watch game film and, and stuff like that. I'm like, when I get down there, I'm going to talk to the coaches and get in the film room and stuff like that just to make things easier. But um, that'll be more so when I get there. I've watched their games watch their film against us or like even when we scouted them like i just remember some of the actions they do um but a lot of it isn't isn't too complicated it's like it's simple enough concepts just with a lot of space and a lot of different actions so i mean it's i've i've watched it but i'll probably like get more detail with it when i get down there so obviously you played like your most minutes of the year last year up here in Blacksburg, 25 minutes against us. Did you have a favorite memory or game last year, especially, you know, you had your first ACC championship game experience against bosses in college. I know y'all didn't make it as far as you wanted, but I mean, it has to be exciting just to get your first taste of ACC play at that high level. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, it was cool. As far as like favorite moment, I'd say, uh, it might it might be when I um I blocked dude from uh, Ohio State at the at Madison Square Garden. That that was a pretty cool moment. Um, just as far as the moment itself, yeah, that was that was that might be my favorite because you also had, you had yeah. that big block against Syracuse in the Carrier Dome too. So I mean that's an underrated part of your game that I think the Hokies fans are gonna be excited to see. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I think I also think that's a slept on part of what I do um, is just, you know, being able to make plays at the rim. But, you know, it'll it'll be fun to show and do everything this year. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, I guess we can uh, – Colby, you got anything more on the, uh, the basketball front or do you want to get into the fun stuff? Yeah, I, I was going to get into some fun stuff. All right. You go first. You know – I'm sure you've heard a lot. Well, actually, I'll have one more basketball thing. You, in your recruiting class, have you gotten close with any of the other guys? I, th- I think you might have taken a visit with a Rodney, if I remember. So how's the communication with those guys? Have you gotten close with anyone since you haven't gotten down here yet via text? Or how, how are you uh, organizing that? Yeah, so I, I did go on my visit with Rodney. So I, I had, like, a prior relationship with him. Um, so, you know, it's cool, like, just knowing him. We've been in contact a little bit, but um, – Texted him, I've texted MJ. So um, it's been cool getting to know the guys a little bit, but I feel like I'll be more focused on like getting to know everybody and like hanging out with them when I get down there. So that would be cool. 
Gotcha. And then kind of stemming off that, is there anywhere that they've kind of hyped up to you that you want to go when you get here, like a restaurant or a spot to go? No, I haven't heard from them yet, but um, I saw Hunter said something on Twitter about going somewhere. I, oh, the I Rods, the Mexican restaurant. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's what he said. Yeah, yeah. That's that's a good food over there. Okay. Everyone who's ever been to Virginia Tech for any amount of time knows the uh, the beauty of Elrods. I miss it <laughs> just talking about it right now. Uh, so so Tyler, just get fun stuff. You know, we want the fans to get a, to know a little bit more about you. I'll rattle off some random questions for you. Get things started. Any musician, band, what have you, will come and they'll play a concert in your hometown. Anyone you want. Who you pick them? Mm, okay. Uh, uh, anyone? Mm, this is hard. I might I might say right now, right? Uh, no cap. No cap. For sure. No cap. Yeah. At all. All right. Dinner with any four people, dead or alive, who are you inviting? Uh, okay. Um, I would say uh, LeBron, Malcolm X, um, dinner with anybody. Hmm. Barack Obama. And uh, I want to, I want to, dang, this is hard. All right. Um, last one, I say, um, Jay-Z. Favorite fast food menu item? Mm. Anywhere. I feel like chicken nuggets is a go-to. You know what I'm saying? Where are you getting the nuggets from, though? Is it Chick-fil-A? Is it the McNugget? What do you think? Oh, Chick-fil-A, definitely. For sure. <laughs> For sure. That's, that's the correct answer. Though, no disrespect <laughs> to the McNugget. Uh, if you were a dog, what kind of breed would you be? Pitbull. I like it. I like it. Bring that mentality to the court. Uh What's the most embarrassing thing that's ever happened to you in a basketball game? Mm, okay. Um, one time, <laughs> one time I was letting the ball like roll up the court. I was trying to like get the last shot. I went to pick it up and tripped over the ball, fell out of bounds. <laughs> ended up like, I think we ended up losing the game because of it. <laughs> <laughs> did anybody hang like a crazy number on you like anyone at like a peach jam or eybl event in aau did anyone like throw a crazy number on you or no are you not going to release that info uh i would i would tell you if they did i don't not that i not that not on me specifically on our team we have but um, anyone specifically like a big name who did that to y'all or i don't 
And crazy thing, crazy thing is I don't even know the dude's name. It was some little guard <laughs> that like hit like nine threes or something crazy. I don't know. <laughs> but um yeah, I, I don't know his name though. <laughs> gotcha. All right. Well, good stuff, Tyler. Thanks for jumping on with us. Last question. Hokie Nation's listening. What's your message to them before they see you suit up for uh the orange and maroon come November? Man, I'm excited to get down there and I'm just ready to get things rolling, man. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. Hey, we're ready too. Thanks so much for joining us. Tyler Nickel, soon to be an enrolled Virginia Tech student and, of course, a member of the Virginia Tech Hokies men's basketball team. I am Andrew Alex. He is Colby Crawford. Thank you guys so much for joining us. We'll be back soon with more content. VT Scoop 24-7 Sports. You're listening to Inside the Tunnel. Rate, review, subscribe. We'll see you soon. As always, go Huggies.